Hello, stackers, and welcome back. Before we get started, let's talk about Dice at DiceEnvy.com. If you like Dice, we all do, check out DiceEnvy.com. Go to the link in our show notes, and that will take you into the Dice Envy site. And you'll be able to buy Dice just like normal. By buying Dice using that special link, we will get a small part of what you pay for the Dice. The Dice don't cost any more. And we'll be able to use that to roll into our show to make it better. Check them out. Again, go through the link in our show notes. Additionally, BattleBards, we're going to use sounds from BattleBards in this episode, so check them out at BattleBards.com. Sign up for a Prime account. If you use our code STACK, you'll get 20% off, and you'll have access to streaming sounds and tools that you can use to build soundscapes for your games. Check them out, BattleBards.com. The question I want to start with for this episode is, you're all level 8. As I was thinking recently, I kind of wonder sometimes what young me would have thought of me now. And so I wanted to ask you, what would your young level one character think of your level eight character? And we'll probably revisit this question later on down the line once we get to higher levels. But I thought it'd be a fun question for you to think about now. So whoever wants to go first, what would your young level one character think of your current level character? Tira hasn't changed a whole lot (laughs) since level one, really. I mean, there hasn't been she's picked up a couple she's of picked up a couple of abilities i suppose you know i think the ancestral what was it ancestral protector was part of a level up and the great weapon master i believe was part of a level up so she's gained some experience and some extra ability with her main weapon but her main weapon has not changed her style of fighting hasn't really changed if anything, she might just be surprised at how good of friends she is with Peter and Bash, but that's not really part of her leveling up. It's just part of her development as a person and the way the story has gone. So she's unimpressed. <laughs> Level one <laughs> no, tier. I wouldn't say she's unimpressed. I'd, I'd say she'd be proud of herself for remaining who she is. She's true to herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael? Um, uh, I'm thinking... Bash wouldn't really care about the person he is. In other words, old Bash would look at the new Bash or the newer Bash, older Bash, and say, Womber Bash, and uh, say, eh. Like, he's, uh, because he was much more simple than he is now. Um, he would not care to leave his home or his forest. So if he happened upon the newer, older Bash, he probably would pay re- no real mind to him and just continue on his way, I'm thinking. Um, uh, Bash didn't really go out of his way to interact with people when he was uh, young Bash. And so I'm thinking, now it'd be interesting, I think a, n- a better question would be, what would the older mm-hmm. I was just going to flip it, yeah, after, after you were done, I was going to flip it. Say t- about the younger. Yeah, so what do you think? Oh, we're doing that? Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, wow. I think even Bash would recognize that naivety of the 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 old, younger bash and he would he would it would be hard for him to imagine not having tira and peter in his life and i think he would appreciate that he has friends slash family i think versus what he was then so i think he would think he's better off now than he was then but at the same time i think he wishes None of this came upon him. I, I think he would 
he still I even think now he longs for a bit of innocence that mm-hmm. was there before not knowing this. Yeah, because you've definitely been exposed to some things yeah. to the nature of people and losing mm-hmm. people that you know mm-hmm. it was just a little too painful for him. So I'm thinking oh. that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and even to a degree, Rebecca. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And that was that was an even worse loss, I think, because there was betrayal beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, we were betrayed by him and then lost him. So it was like double hurt. So Tira, we'll back up to you. What would current Tira think of level one Tira? Well, the same person, so uh, good yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. She'd just be like, <laughs> she's probably hey, regretting sis. that she didn't yeah. go after Chiswick. Like she should, you <laughs> oh, know, like, like a little sooner. You know, get it, get the gumption to just walk up to him. Please and tell grab me he burned him. down with his house so that we what can the? end this. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Okay. Tira is the Reaver Morton conspiracy theory. <laughs> um. Nah. Um. She probably kind of much like Michael said about Bash. She probably would just be like, wow, what, what I didn't know before I left Arden mm-hmm. could fill several books here. And, and yeah, kind of like, like, I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then. Same. But again, like I said, I don't know that she would be like, aw, cute little Tira. You didn't have any abilities. Because she, she was very proud of herself before and felt very accomplished and um, self-confident. So there wouldn't wouldn't be that aspect of it, mm-hmm. yeah. but the but the longing for the days when she didn't know or hadn't seen all this stuff. Yeah, good. Thane, what about Peter? Okay, both, so both ways, younger Peter to older Peter. So like, I'm in the perspective of level one me, and then I just happen to cross um, whatever on earth I am now. First of all, he would notice that it is not the the scale mail that that physic comfort gave me also wow <laughs> just just overall wow because like i i think peter's definitely grown a bit throughout his his journey mm-hmm. um he's seen some things he has seen no some joke. things <laughs> he's been on the other side no kidding. <laughs> i have i have, i have gone on a journey mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um because just like you know i've i've run around i've killed people <laughs> Yeah, we we all have. I've, I've killed many men, and I've gone to many places that I I never thought I'd ever you know get to go to in my uh, Vasham given life. Right, and then you've got magic. Yeah, yeah, and I can do that what? had to rock your world, right? Because <laughs> you didn't think did. any of that stuff existed. Yeah, yeah, you know, I walk in and he's completely cleansing the. Job, and he's like, I can do that. <laughs> and then you've also got exposure to the, the notion of fewer gods, a single god versus the way you were raised. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of exposure and personal growth that Peter has gone through. And I think really, I was thinking about this recently after reading through the hero with a thousand faces years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, so far, you're the one who is most closely hewed to the uh, to the cycle. I stink and died for yeah. heaven's sake. So you went to the underworld, and you've come back. I got touched by a goddess. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. And then older me to younger me, just, first of all, cringe. <laughs> Second of all, oh, for those days. Because mm-hmm. as, as neat as it is to see where Peter has gone in these, you know, past, what, two weeks of adventuring. Mm-hmm. 
and just all the things I've seen and done and how I've grown and all that stuff. And then I just look at where I used to be, just a simple little acolyte in a chapel in a little no-name village in the, you know, the middle of Morago. Little hick town. <laughs> Basically. And all there was to life was waking up at five in the morning to go out and get some more herbs to restock our our, our stores and whatnot. And now I'm out here literally trying to lead a war against ultimate evil and world destruction. Things have changed. Yeah. And I'm glad you realized that. As with all these questions, I like to think about these because it helps you to maybe appreciate the depth of your characters that you've created over the last year and a half plus, getting to know them inside and out. And so I just thought it'd be fun to revisit a little bit. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Hey stackers, welcome back to our ongoing Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm Rhett the DM and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Metzenmum. Peter... No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thane as Peter Greyhawk. <laughs> Last time, Meredith, why don't you tell us what happened? Well, we, um, we made our way to White Hill and we were... Just entering the gates, Bash went full boar mode because we could see that that seemed to be a, a symbol that they respected and appreciated. We thought maybe it would be best for him to make first contact. And he basically vaulted the wall and won, and Peter and I ran right in, um, closely flanked by the, the rest of the guard or the army or whatever it was. We had our meeting with Dunseek, and he was... Less than impressed both with the warning we brought and just us in general. Tira tried to intimidate him into listening, and that apparently didn't work. I don't remember. I guess I didn't roll. I don't remember if we even rolled for that. I kept talking about I was going to do an intimidation on him, and I don't think I, in, in listening as yeah, I was editing, I don't think true. you ever let me roll to intimidate him, yeah, so I didn't get to do that. That was my mistake. Sorry. Anyway, um, Tira tried to talk him talk to him about what they came to tell him and he was not in a listening mood. So he eventually challenged or I challenged him to a fight saying, if I win, you have to listen to what we're going to say. If you win, we'll leave and you can go on with your life. He did not accept my challenge. He rather wanted to challenge bash against Lath, which we agreed to Lath turned out to be an enormous armored boar. And it was meant to be a fight just between Lath and Bash. It wasn't going super well. <laughs> Heavy emphasis on it was supposed to be. Hey. Between Lath. It was. I'm getting to it. And Bash. I'm getting to it. It wasn't going super well. And Tira eventually just broke through her all rational thought and went into a rage and joined the fight. That didn't really help very much. <laughs> You were a great distraction. Peter, yeah, I guess so. Uh, Peter also jumped into the fray, although less noticeably. He kind of hung around the fringes to help uh, 
heal Bash whenever he took damage so he could continue the fight. I even slapped him at one point. He did slap him at one point when, when, when Bash was kind of stunned. <laughs> Cure wounds on hand. Yeah. Slap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Bash did eventually win that fight and kill the boar. And then from there, we got a look at what was happening back in Arden. And it's not good, folks. The armies of the Reaver had made their way to Arden and had completely destroyed the place. Just when it looked like all was lost, the dwarves showed up and were starting to make some headway. But then they just sort of, I don't know, there was a huge wall of of armies coming toward them, I think. Is that what it was? They charged right in and basically just like ran right into their army and right. kind and of just like all all surrounded. We don't right. know what so we don't happened. know what happened from then on. So it's pretty bleak. Eek. Yeah. Thanks for the recap. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. Me. Uh, me. Just as a warning, stackers, this is going to be a shorter episode. We have a lot coming up this weekend and even with Monday off of work, um, we're gonna have, I'm going to be pressed to get stuff done. I am Tuesday off. <laughs> Hope you're not expecting a long episode after the last one, which was an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. almost an hour 40. Um, so hopefully you got your fix. We do. I do want to have us do a kind of like an introspective after this in a separate smaller episode that we'll release later in the week to give me a little bit of time. So you'll have something to look forward to. But otherwise, here we go. Lath falls, shuddering, to the muddy floor of the pit. There is a gasp as the crowd realizes what has just happened. Apparently they've seen this beast win many, many fights. And as it falls, Womberbash, you're left standing, right in the middle, slathered in mud. You walk over to where Lath's head has been hewn off, and you reach your hand down and start dabbing the blood of the boar onto your, onto your muddy skin. And while this happens, it is eerily silent. Everyone is just watching you do this. So there's just this expectant hush that has fallen over the pit. Yeah, I also want to look up at the crowd with my arms out and my eyes wide open and just like he just go, <sighs> almost like I'm just insane. Mm-hmm. As you do that, Lath, not Lath, Lath lies there. <laughs> Dunsey, you can see his hands are just clenched over the railing in front of his seat. There's a person in black next to him at his right side, and he is just fuming. You can tell that he is absolutely outraged at the result of the fight. His face is purple with rage, and he can't even spit words out. He's just he's just stuck like that. He is so mad. What do you want to do? No grief. <laughs> or Tara, do you want to... I step forward. What say you, Dunsig? Is it Dunsig? Sorry. What say you, Dunsig? At last, he seems to get some measure of control over himself, and he stares daggers at you, Tara. I stare daggers at her, too. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you have destroyed any credibility you have here. You did not fight according to my terms. I will not listen to you. I'm going to look up and say, war doesn't fight on anyone else's terms, and war is going to be at your door. You will listen to us. Bash. Like it. The black figure leans over and whispers something into Dunsey's ear, and then he stands up straight, seems to fully regain his composure, and he says, Your words mean nothing to us, 
be gone. And at this, around the pit, people begin to mutter. Apparently, word of his agreement with you had been spread very quietly behind the scenes. And you can see now that there seems to be an undercurrent of uncertainty amongst the people. I'm going to look over at how far away am I? Am, am I fr- oh, no, I'm going to telepathy that junk over to him. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. I'm going to say, Peter, I think that black figure is giving him bad advice. Can you take him out with your crossbow or an arrow or something? My crossbow was broken oh. many, many days can, ago. Can, can, can you divine smite him? Well, you see, I have used up all my first level spells. I'm slots. turning to Tira. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on a second, hang okay, on a second. Okay. I still Can have, you do I, something? I still have second level spell slots. Tira's, uh, hang on, Tira's spell slot is inflict wounds. Okay, okay. <laughs> 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 That's the name of her axe, yeah. <laughs> inflict wounds. She got like two of them. <laughs> all right, go inflict ahead, sorry. So I have Moonbeam. Let me uh, let me make sure I know what exactly that does. I, I have three. Don't forget that you can cast first level spells in second level slots. That's true. I can indeed. But the time is now, Peter. Yeah. So quickly. let's hurry this up. <laughs> <laughs> we we've learned in the past that the DM will eventually be like, like, well, while you were doing all that, this is what happened. So move it. I love being DM. <laughs> uh-huh. hmm. So when you become DM, Meredith. What? <laughs> That's going to happen. I would love that, actually. <laughs> what? I would that love would it. That would be a hot mess, and you know it. <laughs> I don't think so. I know nothing about the rules of this I, game. I don't know anything about this game. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making stuff up. This screen okay. back here just has little stick figures Come and on, smiley man. faces. Are you ready? Okay. Moonbeam will hit this man with 2d10 radiant damage. Oh, and I forgot to check whether or not guiding bolts. <laughs> Can we cast at a high level? We're going to lose our Time window out. here. Time out. Yeah, right. Zach Morris style. <laughs> Guiding Bull can be cast at a higher level. <laughs> you so- are such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what that means. I know. I'm like, uh, yeah, but you understood it. So I I can cast Guiding Bolt, or, which would be, that would be 5d6 points of damage if I hit. Um, but he's also right next to the king, which hey. is. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so be it. All right. Well, okay. Hang on a sec. Guys. <laughs> we are past decorum. Would you get the girl out of here? Why should I shoot him? I know he's like a counselor. Yeah, fine. No, um, I, I, he's dressed in black. I think he's working for the Reaver Morden. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, Remember your alignment. Yes. Well, I shot a slaver, and this guy looks equally Yeah, and you shady. were killed for it. You, your god killed you. <laughs> yeah, I can do some more confidence. This, person, this person's evil, though. Uh, well, yeah. I mean. Here. Uh, that'd be meta. Yeah. Yeah, this okay, is going to so, be your so, decision as to how you proceed, Thane. I think Peter's going to take the shot. He's going to... <laughs> he pulls, yes. pulls out his finger gun. Man, please, nat 20. Oh, <laughs> that would be so dope. He pulls... He is this pulls, a killing strike? No, or no. Or just like is, an incapacitating he, you strike? You don't know. We'll see. It depends on how... <laughs> One way to find Wait, out. is that your role? No. Okay. I was like... Peter pulls out his finger guns. Cocks the thumb. All right, dude, before that, before that, man, roll to see if you hit. Because if you do all this and then Raises. you roll a one, then it's... I'm going to use my inspiration on that one. Oh, great. Warm it up a little bit. Lick it or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ticket. Don't you fail me. Don't you fail me. Hey, I rolled one higher. <laughs> so that is a whopping 15. The guiding bolt forms around your fingers, your finger gun, 
and streaks toward the figure in black. And with a quick twist of her body... Does she oh no? (laughs) The bolt splashes against the stone behind her, and then she looks at you with the most venomous hatred on her face. And then she grins. Mm -hmm. Wombrabash jumps up there. How far out of a jump would it be? First of all, how many side points do you have? Oh, I have plenty. I've only used 28. I have 44 total. Okay, you can make it. Okay. Spring. I'm going to jump up there and try to grab her by her throat with my right hand. This is going and downhill so fast. <laughs> we are going to get ourselves executed. Oh. I'm going to use a luck point. <laughs> I have my anti-magic field going here. No kidding you do. <laughs> We're starting off like, this. roll it. Don't just drop it. Roll I think we actually need sucker. to do swap seats or something. So yes. you all are sitting in different places. We should do that you know next, next game. Touch it. Here, let me get in some no. of this. No! <laughs> it's a roll. <laughs> I love the face. Tell me what you rolled. I rolled a 10, uh-huh. which means it'll be a 13. You leap forward. Oh, and hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the leap is fine. I mean, you can gauge that no problem. Yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's the grapple attack that right. you were trying. Your fingers clutch at her throat. <laughs> This is going so terribly. <laughs> and now you're up there, and they're just going to, like, lop your head off or something. Why is that funny? It's <laughs> 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 the situation. <laughs> they're going to lop your head off. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are, like, 90 seconds into this episode. <laughs> it's all going on. <laughs> You want to do anything else, <laughs> Tira? <laughs> you want to do some graffiti on the wall or something? <laughs> she's she's, she's going to tag. She's going to pull her just be on the ground. Yes! She's going to say yes! She's going to start massacring the peasants to boost our reputation, right? She's desecrating the She's ground. insulting their mothers or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my word! <laughs> Short episode, yeah. <laughs> Come on, we did. Ten minutes. <laughs> uh, this is the stuff of memories, right here. No kidding. While we're bash, your fingers clutch at the figure's throat and fall short. You just you can feel a brush. Can I play it off like I meant to do that to to intimidate? Can I play sure. it off so it so it doesn't look as though I'm I actually missed? Sure. Okay. All right. So you land in the box with them. This box is a little bit outset in the pit. Okay. And so it's like this semicircle that reaches out just a little bit. And so um, you land there and she does recoil. And that's what causes your fingers to miss her throat. But Dunsey immediately begins to yell, Treason! They are attacking! Everyone to arms! And you can see guards immediately beginning to clunk down the, the various levels of the pit. This is bad. <laughs> okay, guys, that's it. Let's just kill the king. Let's just let's just let's just grand finale. Okay, no, <laughs> lawful good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Peter would not suggest that. Hey, Tira, you feel like throwing an axe or something? <laughs> let's finish. Let's let him finish what he was going to say and see what's happening here. Yeah, guards begin clunking a- around the levels of the pit and heading toward you, Womberbash. 
Others are filing down into the pit and leveling spears at both of you, Peter and Tira. Have they fully encircled us already? They are starting to. I'm going to grab Tira by the wrist and just start running. They are coming down the only exit out of here. Rats! Hey, um, I do need to know how what to, how I need to know how many side points I spent on that jump. You spent how, three. Okay. Uh, how that was, tall is the wall? The wall is only about ten feet tall, uh, but it was more the distance. You were in the middle of the yeah. pit. Yeah. So that was so it was thirty feet. Yeah. I was asking because I was wondering if it was possible for Peter and me to scrabble up there, but is, is with nothing... a boost, sure. All right, Peter. Hey, do this where Peter has his, has his shield and you run and jump on his shield and he pushes you up. I was going to say, Peter, boost me up! And so that's what you do. Okay. Okay, uh, give me a dexterity athletic. I'm sorry. Yeah, so even though athletics is with strength, I want you to give me a dexterity athletics check. So if athletics Acrobatics, is... Acrobatics, maybe? No. No, maybe no. some flips on the way up there. Or? Yeah, <laughs> that that would be more in line with acrobatics. Okay, got it. So with See, this, I know nothing. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, with this, it's more about you getting the speed and then the leap onto Timing. his shit. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, use your dexterity modifier. Okay. If athletics is colored in, you it's, get to add your proficiency. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> that's gonna be helpful. That is gonna be. Yeah, helpful. that's gonna be like plus eight. Okay, so eight plus two. It's dexterity bonus. Yes, which is two. And then because athletics is colored in, you get three. You don't get to add your strength bonus as well. Fine. Well, that's a 15 then. Or 13, rather. Okay, that's fine. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It was a DC of five, so. (laughs) I set it at 12. Okay. (laughs) You run, your feet are splashing through the mud as you go. It's just streaming up you. You got splatters all over your legs. You run as you run. I see you holstering your axe, and then you leap. And something about your face or something, Peter. You know exactly what she's thinking, and so you get down on a knee and you have your shield angled just right. She runs, leaps, and then at, as she makes contact with your shield, you push up with your arm and you go vaulting Tira right up into the stands. That's dope. As Tira lands all cool and stuff up where she's supposed to be, I turn around and realize I'm alone in a pit full of spear guards. So, uh... uh <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Um, part of me wants to run an attack. Part of me wants to try and scrabble my way up. The other part just wants to basically hunker against the wall with my shield in front of me and just turtle. Now, what would be neat here is if you start saying a prayer. Like you're praying out loud or something. Lo, yeah. I see my father. Yeah. <laughs> and lo, I see my mother. Lo, I see, see my brothers my and my people. sisters and the line of my people. Back to the beginning. I just mutter under my breath, Vasham, guide me. Okay. Uh, and I, I could see you turning slowly to face the gathering guards. So there are about five to seven spearmen, all spears facing towards you, mm-hmm. trying, trying to basically keep you contained against the wall of the pit. Womberbash. So, um, how many gu- have have the guards made it to the box area yet? They are working their way there. Uh, how far away am I? Am f- from the Reaver Morton lady? I'm appearing, or her sir, the servant lady. A foot or two. Foot or two. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to punch her in the face and knock her out. Okay. I'm putting this out because I know I'm gonna hit. Oh wait a minute! You know what else I'm gonna do? If I hit, I'm also gonna do. Um, Brute strike? Brute, brute strike. 
I am so good. So your dice are cursed, cursed, cursed. So I just... Yeah, what did you roll? I rolled a two. Okay. <laughs> plus, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Small mercies. Yeah. Yeah. In the whirl of activity here in the box, guards are pressing in. The king is trying to grab at you. The figure in black is trying to lean away from you as you punch. And so in that con- visual confusion, you mistime your strike. And she pulls something sharp and wicked looking out from the folds of her cloak. You hear that kind of very movie-like sound. Yes, that sound of wind over a metal blade. Mm -hmm. The metal seems to have a slight greenish hue to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And as it slashes towards you, you twist or do something just enough to get out of the way of the strike. Excellent. Tira. Peter vaulted you into the stands, not at the box, but close to it. So you're about 10 feet away from the box, behind a wall of people that are all clamoring to get out of the pit. They're, they're trying to go toward the, the edges to get out. Uh, so you're kind of fighting against the surge of people, but it is your turn. So if I'm behind a wall of people, did I not see her take a swipe at Bash with a knife? Because I'm pretty short. I'll say you didn't see it, but you heard the sound of the knife being drawn. Your keen ears pick that up very easily. All right. Well, at the sound of that, Tira doesn't know if Bash has been struck or I know that's not his weapon. Didn't make that sound. And so can I go into a rage? I mean, we're not officially in battle. Can I just? Yeah. You can go into a rage anytime. Okay. Okay. If you don't attack, it goes away. Well, I have only 10 feet, right? To yeah. get there. Mm-hmm. And your movement I is 40. I have 35. 35. So I have plenty of movement to get there and attack somebody. Yeah. On this, on this turn. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, you're basically moving at half speed because you're fighting through the flow of people, but you'll still have plenty of. Okay. And, and your height works to your advantage here. Okay. Kind of like a kid weaving through a crowd. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I'm wondering if maybe I run up there and hmm, I'm torn between going up there and trying to intimidate Dunsey or running up there in a rage to attack the lady. I think I'm going to try the intimidation first. Okay. Like I'm going to run up there, you know, we, we've through in, get to the clearing where a bash is and maybe like jump in front of him facing Dunsey. Okay. All right. You squirm through the crowd and see the box there up ahead. You jump through, and what is your intimidation effort? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm going to stare him down. Um, You've been a bad boy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just figured I was going to jump in front of Bash and face Dunsey and just say, stop this now. Call off your troops. I'm giving you another chance, Metal Die. So let's go. So it's an eight. <laughs> you have intimidation colored okay, in, right? So it's an 11. Okay. Does that make it? Let me do a contested one. That is literally what I rolled a one. All right. Okay. I rolled a one. Oh, dear. So it worked, or? <laughs> <laughs> he pees his pants. <laughs> Dunsey sees you come through the crowd, and I've read accounts of what Berserkers supposedly look like during battle. Uh, If you ever read any of the Irish mythology of Cahullin, the Hound of Ulster, 
in describing what he looks like when he would go into his battle frenzy. One eye is larger than the other. Your hair is all standing up on end. I mean, your face is red, your mouth is contorted, your teeth almost seem to take on a, a sharpness. I mean, it's something about the way you come charging at him. He wants to resist you. He wants to hate you. He wants to not be intimidated, but your appearance in your battle frenzy makes him terrified. He absolutely failed this role. You're not so far gone, Tira, that you don't see when the when the black figure next to him raises her arm, her sleeve falls back and you see a white and black enamel bracelet on her arm. Okay, so I just saw that. Yep. And I'm still in intimidation mode, I guess. I'm still like, and he, I, I've noticed that I have his attention at least. So he's yes. paused. Yeah, he is focused completely on you. She is the treasonous one. She is working for the Reaver's army. Look, look at her bracelet. With that, she smiles. Yeah, we're gonna end it. <laughs> her face goes from one of an impassive observer to a sly smile and she reaches forward and grabs Duncy by his arm and then yanks him in the direction of his hall. And she begins to draw him away from the seating box and up towards the hall of White Hill. Uh, so she's not gone, but she's starting to draw him away. And as she goes, she never breaks eye contact with you. She continues to keep that stare and that sly smile on her face. All right, I'm staring her back down, but I guess it's not my turn anymore. <laughs> Heater. The guards are advancing. What do you want to do? Hmm. So I have all these three spell slots that I can use to misty step. And I could use that to get up to the box. And I could either pop on up to the box, or I could do something really cool, but I think I'm just going to pop on up to the box. Why don't you describe your misty step? So, you know, I just kind of start focusing in myself and then just like from uh up from the ground about you know 10 or so foot radius just very thick uh mist just like suddenly starts forming around me and then when it clears i am gone the mist forms around you you feel yourself yanked sideways but you feel like you have a measure of control over it and you slide up the wall and then the mist forms around your feet, and your body begins to reform from the from the toes up. I get 3D printed by some mist. And there you stand. Is that an action? Uh, bonus action. So you still have an action available to you. Hang on. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, dear. Nervous. I see the lady dragging, uh, dragging not dragging, uh, dragging Dunsig along, and... Uh, so I did use one of my second level spell slots to shoot at her and then one more to get up here. And so I have one last spell slot that I can use for her second level. Do I do also just like have some third and fourth level spell slots because multi-classing. But anyway, um, I, I, I'll check the table again, but I'm, it's what, what, the, what they gave me. Anyway, so I, I think I'm going to try and shoot her again. With Guiding Bolt. Okay. Quick question while he's rolling. What's the difference between Divine Smite and Guiding Bolt? Divine Smite is a post-hit ability. So if you hit with a weapon as a paladin, you can inject basically divine power into the strike, and that does additional damage. And it's a D8 
and then that goes up over time over so. levels. Guiding bolt is a ranged attack, and basically you're shooting a, a beam from you to your target, and if it hits, it does damage, and it circles the person with a field. Basically, the mechanic is uh, the next attack against him gets advantage. So like a stun field. Well, no, it actually kind of like just like outlines them in a bit of a light, kind of just like saying this is where the person is. That's so the that flavor we... of it, but the mechanic ah. is the next me- melee attack against that target. I think it says attack in general. The next attack against that target gets advantage. Hmm. Okay. So different effects. And you really haven't used Divine Smite all that much. Not really, no. All right, go ahead and roll. Hey. Yes. So Finally. That's a 22. That is going to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Yeah, sixer. I don't need any six-sided <laughs> dice. And this is at a second? Yes, so it's going to be 5d6. I'm almost as powerful as a Wamberbash. <laughs> nice. 19 points of damage. The bolt streaks from your finger. This time it is true. It maybe even weaves a little bit between the people between you and her and splashes against her back, and then a greenish glow covers her for just a moment. She cries out, stumbles, and falls, and Dunsey, feeling her hand drop from him, looks back with a panicked look on his face and realizes she's down, and he continues to run up toward the hall. Let me do one thing. Okay. The people are yelling all around you now. Some of them are trying to grab you. Some are yelling. It's incoherent yelling. It's a hubbub all around you. Wamberbash, I will move on to you now. How far away is uh, Homeboy? The Dunsey? He is basically run out of the pit seating. Okay. And he is making his way toward the road that leads back up to the hall. So feet-wise? 60 feet. 50 to 60 feet. Okay. Okay. Does the does the Reaver Morden servant like look dead or just stunned or what? She looks very wounded. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, wouldn't this be a good time to then attack her because his guiding bolt worked? On my next turn, I was going to go over and secure her because. But she's gonna have a turn before you, and who I, knows I know. what he's gonna do? I, I am know. going to. Um, does my jump count as a movement or an action? You tell me. That is something that I've been neglecting to ask you because you like to string together a bunch of things. Yeah, that, that's definitely doable because of what, what it explains here, but I just don't know if this is an action or not. Read it out loud. Yes. As part of your movement, you jump in any direction. So it's a movement. So I would say that it's going to replace your movement. Okay, because it says as part of your movement. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this is going to replace your movement. It says, as part of your movement. Uh, <laughs> but I say, you have heard that it was said, this is part of your movement, but I say to you. <laughs> this is, is will replace your movement. Let me think through here. Okay, anyway, that's fine. I, I, I will hold off on my movement for now. Okay. Uh, at least for now. And I am going to mind thrust the uh, servant just to like take him out or take her out, right? Um, you have to succeed on an intelligent saving throw. Uh, do I have to tell you what my intelligence is? No. You need okay. to tell me what your target number is. It's at the top of your second sheet. It's 15, right? Yes, 15. She makes it. I rolled an 18. I meant it was a 25. <laughs> what in the 
the world. Okay, since that missed, um, obviously, uh, I am going to, <laughs> I am going to now jump. Now, on a miss, does it still do damage? Because no, I'm- it just says uh, you, uh, you target a creature within 120 feet. The target must succeed on an intelligence saving throw or take 1d10 psychic damage. Okay, yeah, that's right. Um, you project your thoughts. You form it. It feels like uh, almost like a tension headache in the front of your forehead. And then it just peels off and flies in her direction. But you don't know if it's all the interference of people between you. <laughs> like two people fall over dead. <laughs> uh, something affects the flow of the spell. Give me a moment here. Somebody has uncontrollable diarrhea. <laughs> I was close. All right, go ahead. Okay, so um, there, she's, what, 40, 60 feet away? How, how, what's, the, what's, the, what's the distance? Dunseek is the one that's four. They were both about sixty when Peter's spell took effect. I, I'll say that maybe she was forty. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought you were saying Dunseek was on. sixty away because he was running, but that was after she fell down from Peter's spell. They were running together when his spell hit her, and then yeah, so he's forty, she's sixty. Can I? Uh, or can vice I, versa. Can I jump? I'll, I'll spend forty side points. I'm gonna jump. Can I actually land on? You spend forty side points. Four side points. <laughs> <laughs> Please, quick! <laughs> take it back! Take it back! You are in the stratosphere. <laughs> I'm gonna Mario. I'm gonna Mario stomp you. <laughs> okay, so you're going for the power stomp. Yeah. Okay. You crouch down. The power surges from your hips down to your feet. Again, the the pavement under your feet cracks. And then you find yourself flying through the air, but as you're going this time, you maybe feel a little bit of that rage of Tira in the air. And as you hit your apex, you begin to target your feet. You're making, yeah, you're, you're making them as strong as you can for the descent. Flames start forming as I'm entering the atmosphere. <laughs> no, best, no, no, and no, I no, yell, no. Ah! Down below, you can see her sprawled face down on the pavement. There is a greenish glow around her. I want you to give me... An attack. This is going to be a dexterity-based attack because you're trying to aim from a height. And you get to- and you get advantage. Excellent. So go ahead and roll and tell me what you roll. Oh my goodness. With advantage, fellas. With advantage. Hook me up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're can welcome. You, you're so very welcome. Can you roll advantage? What did you roll? With advantage. <laughs> rolled a three and a four. <laughs> <laughs> I love these dice. What is going on? I don't on? know. Is it Halloween? <laughs> what? There's a crunch as you... <laughs> as, your, as your femur shatters when you land. I didn't roll a one. <laughs> as you hit the ground next to her, she bumps underneath the impact. You're, you're not far off, but you miss completely. <laughs> Not far off, but you missed you're by not a mile. Far off, but you're a complete failure at life. <laughs> There's a groan from her, and she starts to try and shift and pick herself up, but she's not moving very smoothly. Tira, back to you. <sighs> Man, see, now I'm really torn because at this point, Dunsey, who's who knows how far away, but this we got to incapacitate this gal because she's... I think at this point, Tira is almost considering her the greater threat because she seems to be masterminding. And Dunsey, without her, doesn't seem to be able to know what to do. So he almost seems to be of less 
importance at the moment. So I think what I'm going to do is go over there. Ooh, I don't know if I want to try and kill her if I just want to like, my first thought was I would run over there and just like crack her in the skull with the butt end of my axe. Can you make it over there though? So Tira, why don't you make your way over to her and do what you need to do? Well, then I guess I'm going to pull the fancy X out and just try and take her wait out. No, wait a minute. No, wait wait a minute. Should, should we just bind her first and and make her confess in front of the to to the uh, in front of the people so they know that we're the good guys? Do you really think we'll be able to make her do that? She's in a rage. I can't reason with her. And you're not there. Yeah, you're. I haven't gone. I didn't go into a rage. I chose the intimidation. Remember? Okay. So Tira, you need to make this decision quickly. <sighs> I'm going to run over and, and crack her in the head with the butt end of my axe. Okay. Try and knock her out. And then we can bind her. Because I'm not even going to really bind her with. I mean, I mean, I have, I, we got rope. Yeah, but I want to incapacitate her first so that she can't fight back while we're doing that. And then we can bind her up okay. and then interrogate her. All right. Shoving your way through the crowd. Uh, people, some look angry, some look other. And there seems to be tussling amongst the people there. They're all speaking in Witani, so you can't really figure out what they're saying. But you make your way up to her side. You pull out your fancy axe. Mm-hmm. The, you raise it. And even in the, um, the rain-soaked daylight that's filtering through the gray clouds up above, the chips of starstone glitter in the handle as you raise it, the butt end. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll. Yes! Natural 20. Okay. What a way to end it. The handle descends, makes contact with her skull. Oh. Roll, roll me double damage. <laughs> I mean, you don't like... <laughs> wait, as a natural 20... That's cool, too. As a natural 20, shouldn't it just automatically not grazing? Is that's exactly what we wanted? I don't know. I don't know. Should it? Roll double damage. Mm, okay. Mm, if you kill her. Oof. Okay, but so... Do I add my modifier twice, too, or just once? You only add it once. Okay, so 17. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> she, yeah, because she already had 19 on her yeah, own. Yeah, she's man. dead. Oh, man. The handle, unfortunately, <laughs> cracks her head like an egg. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's a squelching Grey sound. <laughs> Great matter! <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this episode. Tara, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Well, you guys weren't doing anything. <laughs> oh, really? Mm. <laughs> you were just leaping all this like a tick. And he- <laughs> I literally shot her. <laughs> and, or that's a flea, not a tick. <laughs> Ticks don't leap anywhere. So you each get two experience points for killing the Reaver Mordant's <laughs> agent. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm going to give you each one for your... Heavy air quotes, diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> and let's hear some Norse battle stuff uh, going on here. There's nothing. Just nothing. Let's, let's get you the recap. No, I think, I, I, wasn't it Michael's idea f- for us to do the, the shield vault? It was. So that was a cool idea. And, and yeah, I love we, the flavor. Yeah. Take another two. It was chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> White chocolate. No. <laughs> <laughs> And I think Peter should have points deducted for not playing. His, no, I his don't. His alignment. No, because I when I mind when I'm when I mind talk to people, not only do I just convey words, but I also convey what I am, my feelings, because it's mind. 
mind talking. So he knows, he knew inherently that I recognized that person as a bad person and it was not going to be a, a, a kill of an innocent, basically. I think we, we could all tell she was a pretty no bueno person. That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, I knew. I knew the influence. I could tell. I could smell it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's hear a recap. Mm, brother. Alrighty. Tira is 22 points into level 8. Wamberbash is 30 points into level 8. Peter Greyhawk is 43 points into level 8. Alright. Thanks everyone for joining us for this short but continuing part of our adventure. And we'll see what happens next time right here at Stack of Dice. You saw that movie, right? (laughs) Yeah, it was we liked it. We bought I bought it. We have it, remember? Yeah. We need to sign out of your voodoo though. (laughs) Because it's on our voodoo. (laughs) Actually, we should just have one joint voodoo and whatever. No joke. We should just yeah combine. (laughs) We'll pay you half the cost each month. It doesn't cost anything. No, yeah, it, it doesn't cost anything to have a... It's not a subscription. Oh, right. You just buy the movies That's, one at a time. okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, sure, well, yeah. you guys can pay half the cost. It's $20. <laughs> <laughs> a month. <laughs> yeah. 